It's a lot of news coming down today from the BC government in regards to vaccine rollout. Lengthy news conference taking place here this morning. The government's saying starting next week, seniors will be able to start booking appointments to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And it also says first and second vaccine doses will now be spread out to four months apart. Those are a couple of the highlights from today's jam-packed news conference. To talk a little bit more about what we heard today, please to welcome political journalist for Global TV, British Columbia. It is Keith Baldry. Keith, thanks so much for the time. Hey, great to be here. So I guess uh, any surprises for you out of this? Uh, the one thing that kind of shocked me, I guess, a little bit, and maybe shocked isn't the right word, is the expectation now that hopefully we can get everyone vaccinated a little bit sooner, a little bit earlier in the summer as opposed to looking towards September. Was there any sort of things that, that really stood out to you today? Yeah, I'd say the the Bonnie Henry and her team's decision to spread out the two doses to a much wider interval than I think anybody had contemplated. Uh, she signaled last week that the 42 days between the first and second dose was likely going to increase. But I don't think anybody saw it going to 112 days. Uh, mm -hmm. This has gone from, you know, uh, six weeks to uh, 16 weeks. And she says it's based totally on science. We've seen, you know, Pfizer at the beginning, they did their, their clinical trials of 35,000 people or something. And, and based on that, said 21 days. But we've done now millions of uh, uh, vaccinations around the world that have had Pfizer in them that far exceeds what Pfizer's research showed and apparently the research now shows that Pfizer and Moderna are so strong and so effective that you can go a long time between the two doses and the, the impact of that Jeff is that by having so many second doses far in the future that means we can vaccinate so many more people with first doses and that's why the timetable is being turned on its head um, where so many people who thought they might have got vaccinated in July because maybe they're in their 50s, they may very well get it a month or two earlier than that. And the other big thing today was just, again, getting our heads around the implications of Astra, uh, AstraZeneca mm -hmm. vaccine coming to B.C. far earlier than had been anticipated. And that means uh, public health officials are actually going back to Plan A the way it was back a few months ago. Before we went to the total age-based strategy, there was a, a I thought at the very beginning that we would vaccinate people over the age of 80 because they're the most vulnerable. But on top of that would be a whole bunch of essential service workers defined very broadly, um, apart from healthcare workers, but first responders, people who work in food processing plants, that's where we see a lot of outbreaks, um, potentially grocery store clerks, potentially teachers, uh, truck drivers, commercial truck drivers, because they supply the, the supply chain. So that was the plan at the beginning. It was replaced by the age base. But now with AstraZeneca coming in, in large amounts, that, that vaccine will be offered to these people who do in those occupations. They may choose to wait and wait for Pfizer and Moderna, perhaps later in the spring or summer, but they will have the option to get vaccinated earlier and that's again today's news conference i've covered every single one of them since the pandemic began this by far was the most positive and optimistic one we've seen since day one yeah it certainly felt that way for sure do you think things changed a lot on friday like they were planning for this news or we knew it was coming for quite some time and then on friday we sort of got i don't know if it was a bombshell if that's the word you want to use but that approval from health canada for astrazeneca do you think that changed a lot of what they were planning to say here today at all I think it did. I think um, they weren't uh, expecting AstraZeneca to be here so quickly. The expectation was going to be a couple months, at least a couple months away. Um, and then the uh, decision, I think, was reached over the weekend to extend the second dose out further than anybody had imagined. So, yeah, I don't think that what we heard today was all 
um, planned on Friday. Um, I think this was, I know for a fact that they worked all weekend on this. They were changing things. And the presentation from Dr. Penny Bellum, who's in charge of the vaccination rollout, was very impressive. And one of the more really heartening charts in her multi-page presentation was uh, one that showed where how many cases have resulted mm-hmm. after people were vaccinated in long-term care and the numbers just dropped in this fell off a cliff for both residents and staff and that shows you the effect of Pfizer and Moderna and once that starts happening throughout the, the community on a larger basis our numbers are going to go down and now for the first time in a long time I've got a lot of optimism that our summer is going to look a lot looser in terms of restrictions than we um than we had imagined the one the one you know the one catch there though is the variance of concern right um we don't want those to get out of hand but you know the update today is there's 46 more cases i think or 42 and uh, 42 more cases of, of variance of concern but only 10 of them are active and the reason we've got we're finding more variance of concern is that the researchers are going back in history to test cases that were discovered three weeks ago and we found that you know, way back when there was variance of concern but those have now passed their incubation period so only 10 active cases if that number stays low and and these other vaccinations just start taking place in, in larger and larger numbers our summer's going to look a lot freer than uh, imagined a few weeks ago yeah and, and- I know I've heard you say this or, or talk a little about this quite a bit, just sort of, you know, questions you're getting from the public about, hey, when can my dad or when can my mom go out and get the vaccine? We just sort of wanted to know when it's going to be available to us. Well, today we got an actual real solidified timeline as to when people can expar- start to expect to, to book appointments. Right next week, it's those who are in that 90 plus category. Then the week after, yep. um, 85 plus. I imagine this is going to be a really calming day for a lot of people, just knowing that there is an actual timeline in place now as well. I think you're absolutely right. I get more uh, calls about this and, and emails about this matter than anything else. When can my father, 92-year-old father, get vaccinated? And you're right. March 8th is the day that people over the age of 90 will be invited to phone a call center in your local health authority, a different number for different health authorities. Then, and you'll be booking your your uh, appointment for a week later to get your shot. And you don't have to do it yourself. You can get your, your family member or a friend to do it. Uh, then on uh, March 15th, it's people over the age of 85 um, will get their shot a week later and then March 22nd people between the age of 80 and and uh, 85 will make their appointment and then we, once we get into April there's going to be a website that's going to go live and people between the age of 75 and 79 will be the first group to go and, and book their appointments and we, we sort of work our way through the summer with this five year five uh, uh, year intervals but again there's almost a parallel vaccination program that's about to occur too and that will be the AstraZeneca one which will be different because that'll be for essential service workers and we don't know what the take up of that's going to be. Well and then there's also who knows if we get the Johnson & Johnson approval maybe here in Canada as well too that could change things up quite a bit. Exactly. You know, it got approval by the FDA in the States, and the track record has been, the pattern has been, once it's approved down there, it gets approved by Health Canada fairly quickly. So mm-hmm. we could be, you know, when Canada signed, I believe, contracts with seven manufacturers of vaccines, we could have four of them in our country uh, fairly quickly. Keith, it's a really positive day. Thank you so much for taking the time and, and joining me. Always appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, happy to be able to deliver some good news here today. So thanks for the time. 
My pleasure. Take care. Awesome stuff. There is Keith Baldry with Global BC talking about today's vaccination rollout plan as announced by our provincial health officials. So again, the, some, some dates for people to keep in mind. Starting on Monday, next Monday, the 8th, that's when people aged 90 plus can start calling and making appointments within their health authority to go and get a vaccine. And then we're going to start to see um, those on March 15th, those 85 and older can start booking. And then the week after that, those who are 80 plus can start booking. And it's also important to note, if you're an Indigenous person over the age of 65, uh, you can also start booking on March the 8th. Uh, if you want some more details, log on to RadioNL.com. It's a little bit easier probably to see it in front of you as opposed to trying to listen to me say it and, and walk you through it. Um, and there's also some links there that can help you figure out exactly where to call, who to call to be going about making your appointments. But hey, this is a real positive day. We all want to get out of this thinking pandemic and vaccines are one of the tools that are going to help us get there. And now more than ever, we know uh, we're, we're, we're in that right direction. We got more vaccine coming on board. Things were a little bit bleak there, right, in, in late December. And uh, as we saw the, the, the vaccine shipment delays happen in January. And, um, you know, there was a lot of, lot of concern, I think, from a lot of individuals about where things were headed, not getting the supply we were hoping for. Today, that's kind of turning things around here a little bit. And then uh, earlier on in the press conference, um, Premier John Horgan spoke a little bit saying, yes, there is a light at the end of the tunnel here, but that doesn't mean we can let our guard down. We still have to continue to you know, wear our masks and all that good stuff and, and be vigilant in making sure we prevent the spread of COVID-19. You heard uh, Keith Baldry there talking about the variants of concern and that, you know, we got more new cases being identified, a variance of concern, uh, 42 new confirmed uh, variants of concern cases in our province today, but of the total, just 10 are active. So, it's good news. It is good news because the variants of concern, I think, are the one thing we really have to worry about right now. Um, and we, we did get the COVID numbers here in the last little bit. So I'll just do a quick recap here before I take a bit of a break. But 532 total new cases being reported. Um, um, oh, right. It's Monday today. I forgot. So we're talking about three different reporting periods here. <laughs> I apologize. So from February 26th to the 27th, so from, from Friday to Saturday, 532 new cases. From Saturday to Sunday, another 508. And then over the last 24 hours, an additional 438. So 1,478 new cases being announced over the last three days, and it brings the active case count to just over uh, 44,060, 4,460, excuse me. And... Uh, and uh, 236 individuals currently in hospital, 65 in intensive care as well. So those are some of the numbers to be aware of here today. I know whenever I list off numbers like that, it's definitely difficult to follow along. Uh, but nonetheless, something I wanted to highlight and, and let everyone know what was going on here on the first day of March. But yeah, overall, vaccines, they're happening, they're coming. Good news today in terms of our fight against the pandemic.